I sound okay? Yeah, the buzzing's gone. Shut up. That's you proving a point. That's all that is. Now, I mean, now it just, you know, it sounds like the way those mics sound, but it's a lot better than... <laughs> Tell me if you can hear me eat this checks, because then I won't do it the whole time. But if you can't, I will sneak it. I mean, I can, but I'm totally okay with that. As you get deep and serious, I'll just start munching on checks. I think that's really funny. Dude, I can like totally do my print while while we do this. <laughs> just don't forget that you have headphones in and then suddenly snatch your computer off the desk. I have a 25-foot cable now. Did I tell oh, you this? No. Well, I found it for like $6. Awesome. It's like 6 bucks, but this way I can lay in my bed and I can be plugged into the TV. So if Katie needs like to get some deep sleep. I don't bother her at all. That's cool. Because the, the light doesn't bother her, but the, the noise can. Um, yeah, uh, your cousin is quite the same way, apparently. See, it's the light that bothers me, but I need, um, like, I guess some, it's not white noise, because like, I can't really use, like, white noise doesn't work on me. It has to be something like a television show, but the noise. Are we in the podcast now? Sure. Uh, I'm, sure. Lo I'm Logan. I'm Spencer. I have a mouthful of pretzels. Uh, I found the, not a I, euphemism. I found the best pretzels this week. And Charlotte? No, no. Uh, when I, I went to the grocery store, it's uh, such a simple answer. Like in this uh, during your vacation? No, just at the grocery store. Yeah. Um, hold on. I have the bag. They're called uh, Unique uh, Multigrain Splits. Um, they're made with seven grains, and they have, like, uh, not a lot of added crap to them, but, I mean, there is some stuff. But they use unbleached wheat flour, and they are so much better than just, like, regular, like, Snyder's pretzels. But they're also like twice as expensive. So And don't lie, you would totally take Snyder's as a sponsor. Um, I mean I'll take anybody as a sponsor. I'll take anybody's money. So and now you're hearing, hearing me crunch a, a bag. So. so this is this is the podcast where we're very honest, including about our snacking. <laughs> right? That's the deal? Absolutely. Which I have I'm, this compulsion to explain what the show is for new listeners. Um, all two of them. So do you know, like, do you, can you track downloads on this thing? Um, I think so, but, because uh, I'm so used to doing it the other way for other podcasts, and this is a totally separate thing, so I haven't quite figured out, like, I'm worried that I won't be able to actually post another episode of this podcast, because I've forgotten how. Because <laughs> well, I've only done it one time, and it took me, like, 45 minutes. <laughs> that wouldn't be necessarily a terrible thing if we never you know expose this to the world again 
Um, as I'm like, I'm literally reorganizing my entire desk as we do this, and I feel like such a slacker. <laughs> I was about to say, I think Spencer's hanging a poster. So. No, I, I'm going to be quiet in just a second. I swear. Um, I just I'm... I have my computer on top of like a bunch of screen prints, and it was driving me nuts because I just knew something with the heat and the computer was going to mess them up. And anyway, I was having a moment. It's over. It has passed. A, a neurotic moment. You know all about those. Um. Yeah. Um, I did not have too many this weekend at the con, though. I was kind of proud of myself, but I think most of that was being around Tim all weekend and going like, well, at least I'm not that crazy. <laughs> so I think that, like, we don't plug your other stuff here. I know that. But we should at least say you went to a comic book convention. Yes. Heroes Con in Charlotte. Yes. And you went with my cousin, who is like my little brother. We should clarify like that relationship because some people have cousins and you see them like twice a year, once a year, once every couple of years. I used to live uh, across the street from my cousins. <laughs> well, I'm so, some people. You're definitely not some people. We established that last week. Um, some people who aren't in the South don't see their cousins there off, that often. That's true. Um, but Tim and I have been on a couple of vacations together, San Diego Comic-Con, Rooster Teeth, RTX, whatever they call it. I don't know. I'm not a Rooster Teeth fan. Um, and I don't dislike them. I should be clear. I just don't know. I don't, I know the name. Um, and I thought there'd be more chicken themed things while we were there. <laughs> um, that's a joke. I knew better than that. But, um, so I've been on vacation with him before and this was your first time. So how was your, how was your, uh, lovely getaway? Did you guys spoon? <laughs> No, we fortunately, uh, when we got there, we thought we were going to have to have like a king size bed because the guy that booked the room was like, well, that's all we have. But see, it, it was weird because we had booked a room for Saturday night and then we found out we we're going to get to go Friday. So we were going to go up there Friday, stay Friday night and Saturday night. So when we called to change the reservation, uh, I could clearly see on their website that there was a room available. For that Friday, because obviously you like it's hard to sell the Friday night. It's easy to sell the Saturday night. So I was like, no, they probably still have that room. Like nobody's booked it for that Friday. So he called and the guy was like, well, all we have is the, the king size bed. I was like, Tim, I promise you they're not going to want to move us like Friday night to a different room on Saturday. Let so, me ask you this. Did he believe you or was no. he nervous about it the whole time? Yeah, he was nervous about it. He was like, well, I mean, if if not, we could just like put pillows in between us. I was like, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? He was solving a problem that didn't exist and also making it awkward. Yes. So this is me proving that I get where you're going to be coming from. <laughs> it was like that the whole weekend. Like, does he know that we do this? Because I'm afraid that he'll listen to it. Like, I'm, um, I'm curious about where I want to go with this. He, he does know about it. Um, I don't think he knows how to get to it. So I, I don't know that he'd listen to it because I, I, I actually impromptu, like, we started talking about something on the ride back. And he was asking me a question. I was like, can I record this? He said, yeah, for what? I was like, for this other podcast I'm doing that you didn't want to do with me. And he was like, I mean, I guess so. I was going to ask about somebody that we both know because this is the whole thing about my obsession with hair and i was like well we like we won't mention names and we got it was a nice like discussion about things i said so you wanted to ask me about a person that we both know and he like freaked out he was like no 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 
what if they hear this? I said, Tim, I'm not naming names. I didn't even say if it was a male or a female. Like, no, they'll know it's them. I said, how could the fuck could they possibly know? They'll just know. They'll know. And then he told me to cut all that out, and then I'm retelling the story now. So if he ever hears this, he'll be pissed at me. But he, he stayed fairly pissed at me for most of the weekend. So. Did he really? It seemed like you guys were... Yeah, I, I actually checked in with them a bunch during the whole thing because I wanted to sort of... Honestly, I wanted to be prepared if you were going to be mad at me or if he was going to be mad at you afterwards. And he never externalized negativity, so I didn't know that. Uh, well, I, I felt like he stayed fairly mad at me, but that's because... Did I, you pee I've, in his bed? No, I've told him repeatedly... Dude, if you tell me that things bother you, I'm an asshole. I'll just bother you to bother you because it's ridiculous. It's not like, oh, it bothers him that I punch him in the gut. Like, it just bothers him that... Like, if you tapped your leg or something? Yes. <laughs> and so if he points it out, then that's when you have to, like... Yeah, I just him. keep doing it. Um, he, uh, we, we recorded an interview with a uh, star of a TV show um yesterday and before that we recorded an episode of another podcast that i do and i was flustered so i said um a lot and so at the now tim and i have podcasted together at this point more than you and i have podcasted together yeah i know you left me for him i guess <laughs> whatever you left <laughs> no you guys started doing lots of stuff that was beyond me leaving this is pre me leaving you guys were hanging out all the time. <laughs> but, uh, That's why it was so easy for me to go because I'd been replaced. What? Whatever. Don't make <laughs> me feel bad. I'm bad. Um, I am messing with you. Um, uh, Sam, I'm saying um now too because you got me flustered. But we've done that enough that he should know. Yeah, I have my like stammering stuff that I do, and I it's I like what I'm doing now. I'm not gonna stop doing that. It's. It's who I am. I, this is, I don't get paid to do this. So when I'm a paid professional broadcaster, I worry about speaking in a more pre professional manner. I'm trying to have a conversation like normal people have a conversation, not be, you know, a fucking radio host. So uh, we started doing this other one and I was flustered. Like his internet kept crapping out. Um, we had, I had to like wind up having to splice together two podcasts. Plus we were trying to do it in the amount of time. So we would still have 15 or 20 minutes to prep for this interview. And as soon as we're done with the podcast, he's like, um, can I, can I give you some constructive criticism? I was like, okay. He said, I, I mean, you said, um, a lot in that podcast. I said, yeah, I tend to do that when I'm flustered, man. Uh, I said, and you were hurrying me and your internet wasn't working. Scott kept crapping out and I was just getting a little flustered. And so it's like, well, I just, I, you know, I, you need to try not to say, um, so much. <laughs> it's like, are you, did what? he say it? Did he phrase it in the way that you just said it to me? Pretty much. Oof. I was like, what the fuck ever, man. <laughs> So he was like, well, I'm not trying to, like, if I did something, like, I would want you to tell me. I said, Tim, we all have our nervous things. Like, if I had to sit there, I, I'm sure I could pick out something that you do, something that my brother does when I podcast with him. I know the things that I do, the things that Scott does, the things that these are other friends of ours. What I, do I do? Um, I, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd have, I have not listened to you podcast in so long. 
that I, I honestly don't know. This, dear listeners, is how you know he doesn't QC what we do together. I, I don't. I don't care. Don't think it does a criticism. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't quality control it. I listen when I put a podcast together. I put in the bumper music. I listen to the beginning to make sure the fade in sounds right and the volume levels are are equal. And I listen to the end so that the fade out or the fade in at the end sounds right and uh, the volume levels are equal there. So I listen to the first minute and the last minute. I assume everything else in between is fine. I really so. thought you were going to say you assumed it like it was broken in the middle. No. And you just moved on from it. And that's how you, I don't know why I thought you were going to say it, but it did. <laughs> no, I just I assume it's fine. If it's wrong, then. Did he ask you what his thing was? No. He told me to tell him if he had one. I was like, no, I, I'm not doing that, man. Like, I'm not doing that. We're, you know, we're not paid broadcasters. So you do it the way you do it. Just, you know. Don't do gross stuff into the microphone, and we're okay. So, gross, like gross stuff, like what? Like burping, or oh. you know, hacking you. stuff up, or whatever. Um, nervous little ticks are nervous little ticks. I'm not gonna be anyway. My, the point of all this is, <laughs> so today I sent him a text message. He was supposed to send me pictures that he took from the convention, and he never did. So I sent him a text message that said, um, like just this really long string of, um, can you send me those pictures when you get a chance? And he said, yeah, I'm doing it right now. What's with the, um, <laughs> I said, that's me and my, um, man, since I say, um, so much, he was like, oh, from last night, you're still talking about that. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to give you shit about it forever now. <laughs> How do you take that? I, I guess he just let it go. So, so why was he mad at you? I think we avoided this slightly. Why was um, he mad at you? No, I just felt like he was mad at me because at one point he told me I was bullying him. And I was like, I'm not trying to bully you, Tim. I'm sorry. <laughs> How are you n not trying to, but probably bullying him? Uh, trying to get do him you, to do... like that phrasing? <laughs> yeah, trying to get him to do things that he doesn't want to do. and Like what? Um, like go to the art auction that Saturday night. What, so, did, what was his alternative? I'm tired. I really want to go to bed. It was like 1030. No, it's granted. We've been walking around all day and it can get tiresome standing in lines and stuff like that. I was like, dude, we're here for three days. Suck it up. <laughs> like how many times are you going to get to go see an art auction? And there were tons of people down there. So let me ask you this, because I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting. I'll stop. That's my thing? Does that interrupt? Is that going to be my thing? No. Um, so this is me just sort of trying to get to the reality, some honesty in this. So when you wanted him to go, I th it sounds like you more wanted him to go for your benefit. Like if you guys had a third person who was into it, you would have been like totally fine if you just wanted to stay in the room, right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I mean, this is calling it what it is. Um so when I went to Texas with him to Rooster Teeth or RTX, um, I really, it was July 4th weekend a couple of years ago and the Alamo draft house downtown, which was like three blocks from our hotel was doing a, a team America quota law. And I really wanted to go. And there were like four seats left in the whole theater. And I was like, dude, I'll get your ticket. We'll go. Cause like his mom paid for our tickets to go to Rooster Teeth. It was kind of like 
So I felt like, yeah, that'd be a cool thing to do. I'll take him. We'll get like dinner there because you can eat in the theaters. And it was like the showing was like at eight or something. And he was too tired. And he wouldn't. He was like, I refuse to go. But he wanted me to stay at the room with him, which is kind of the reverse of your situation where you were like, I want someone to go with me to this. But he wanted someone to like stay with him and do nothing. And uh, and I was just like, I'm sorry, man. I, like, I can't. I'm here. I can't do that. And I went to the thing by myself. And I had a blast. Yeah, I wound up going back down to the art auction by myself after dragging him down there. Which, granted, um, like, I, I, I was, I was regretful about the art that Saturday art auction because the first hour and a half turned out to be like total bullshit, and like they didn't even start the auction for an hour and a half. They just talked and talked and talked. And I was like, I'm sorry, man. I was like, you can go back up to the room. He was like, no, I want to, uh, there's some pieces I want to see now. And, um, <laughs> to, to try to bid on. And, um, so yeah, it, it's, but uh, he got over it, you know, I guess. So, but yeah, I felt like it. And what was the, oh, I, uh, you listened to the, the, where I said something about how he doesn't know who Run DMC is. Yes. He got mad about that. He was like, I kept telling you I know who they are. I was like, Tim, it's a joke. Like, I know you know who they are. The The point is, like, like you have to play along, man. Yeah, but, I mean, I think that's it's him looking at criticism. It's criticism, technically. Like, if you look get it on a literal level, which I think is what he's doing. Yeah. And, um, and I think that you take that. I think you take direct criticism like with a shield of like sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. And I think that he's more open to receiving that in a more negative way. I'm like that. Um, and I think that could come from a lot of places that like, I don't know, I can see where he's coming from, but I think the trick is there's a point where when you're defending yourself or saying like, Hey, I don't want to be criticized. You can then kind of attack as a defense slightly. And like, I think that's kind of what he does. It's like, a, I shouldn't be talking about any of this. Um, please God, don't ever listen to this. Um, but I feel like it's like a, it's a defense mechanism that goes too far. And then now you're in like this one wrong, then another wrong. Now you've got two wrongs making a, a negative situation. That's um, kind of how I see it happening. Well, I, I never got, even when he told me about the um thing, I was just like, really? But I wasn't mad. I was like, okay, I'll try not to do it. And at the end of our interview, I was like, Hey Tim, did I fuck that up? <laughs> <laughs> It's so mean. It's funny because at least twice, he, he and our other co-host for that podcast, like I had a list of nine questions. That was three questions apiece. I said, and if anything you come up with on the fly, like that, that's like she says something that that sparks some kind of question from you, like drop that in there. And they're they're okay, okay, okay. So I had the questions out, like. And we were going, like, in order. I asked a question, Tim asked, asked a question, she asked a question, like that. And at least twice, like, neither one of them talked. So I had to jump in and, like, ask the question for them. Huh. So I heard um, a different version of the story. That doesn't, really? It doesn't negate anything that you said. It just leaves out details of what you just said. Uh oh so that's pretty fun. nothing well, negative about it. I should say I say twice. I said once for each one of them. So and I heard about 50% of that story. So um but yeah. Uh well, did you have a good time though overall? 
Oh, at the convention? Yeah, I had a great time. I spent so, way too much money. Um, I, how much I, money did you spend? Uh, not counting the hotel room. Mm-hmm. Two hundred dollars. Well, that's not terrible. That's a lot less than I thought you were gonna say. So. So just two hundred bucks on swag. Um. Yeah. Well, plus food, so probably close to two fifty or two sixty. I mean, so, for a weekend, that's not terrible at all. No, I really didn't have that much money to blow. Eighty dollars of that was on art. <laughs> What'd you get me? Nothing, cause you're a jerk. Do you like flaming carrot? <laughs> Who's flaming carrot? See, I really did listen to your podcast. <laughs> that was so funny. We saw the guy painting the piece. Or he had just finished painting the piece. And Tim walked by and pointed at that pointed at uh pointed at it and was like, What the hell is that? I said, It's pretty self explanatory, man. It's a flaming carrot. He was like, Well, I mean, how am I supposed to know what that means? I was like, Calm down, man. <laughs> like I'm just joking. God, dude. I, I told him at one point, I was like, you are paranoid. Like, you're so paranoid that, like, people are either going to be mad at you for something you said or something you did. Like, so many times he was like, if you need me to do this or that or, like, I can I can not do this or, like, do whatever you want to, Tim. Like, if you want to stay up till 3 o'clock in the morning with the TV loud as... Like, you paid for half of the room. I'm not going to tell you not to do it. So, but he, How do you think? We've never been, because you, when you travel, you stay at my house, if you come out here, which is not often, but you've done that. Um, or you're, like, at a hotel in the same city as me, but I live here, so there's no need for me to be there. Unless Chattanooga Whiskey is involved, then maybe I should be there. But um, we've never really, like, gone anywhere together, right? Not that I can think of. Mm, yeah, with the that meetup in Atlanta that one time. Okay, but it's like I feel like for wow. you, you refused to sleep in the bed and slept horribly uncomfortably on that uh, that couch. Which but it was that, endearing, right? Um, yeah, it was. It was also very appreciated, but kind of wasted because um, you stayed up all night. Right? Most of the night, yes. Because unbeknownst to everybody at the time, although I was pretty sure I was very sick. I was very sick. <laughs> Even then? Yes. Holy cow. That was like two years before that, right? About a year and a half. Wow. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. I You're was, an idiot. I was not sleeping well. And I just I had, thought it was like emotional. No. I had these like... Uh, that like that's right when I started getting I started getting sick about maybe two months before that I started getting these like weird sores on my legs and it made it very it was like painful and uncomfortable and you're an idiot yeah just so you know <laughs> idiot I, that that's a whole other story though and it's one of those things we'll get to one day though um. Okay, so tell me more. Tell me more of the gossip and the drama of your trip. Um, Did you want to punch him? Only when he freaked out about the, the conversation about the, on the, the ride back. I was like, you're, like, you're paranoid, man. Like, the, you, you're just, you've got to, 
it you've got at some point you've got to be able to be honest with people and then of course he he tries being honest with me to tell me not please don't say um so much and i'm like fuck you <laughs> proved him wrong but i mean that's part of it right if you if you tell somebody something you got to be willing to sit there and take their like whatever screw you you know but he gets so worried that somebody's not gonna um like him or, or that he's done something wrong the the best thing with this is this is supposed to be about me and it's turned into tim so but i just one more tim story because this was maybe my favorite favorite thing about his neurotic is paranoia is what it is i don't think it's neurotic it's like paranoia he picked up a copy of a book that he has been wanting to get forever uh it's what if uh from marvel comics number 105 the very first appearance of a character named spider girl mayday parker um who eventually got the first edition thing yes okay you can tell the story but i I got involved too really yeah but you tell the story then i'll fill in my part oh my god yeah he's gonna be mad if he ever listens to this so um but we can stop if you want no no i I don't i mean i i feel like i could it's nothing it's nothing i don't think it's anything to be ashamed of like you should be honest about yourself so and if he can't be honest about himself then i like he he maybe needs to go start a podcast like this so he can talk about himself (laughs) um so he bought bought this book and on the way back we were talking about it. Um, and actually, uh, you haven't heard that episode yet. Um, and he, w- he was talking about that was one of the highlights of his trip. And he, he got it for it's in really good condition, probably an 80 or $85 book. I won't say how much he paid for it, but it was significantly less than that. And um, why won't you say how much you paid for it? I mean, I don't know if he wants me to. Well, I guess it doesn't really, really matter. He's the point of this podcast. Yeah, he paid forty-five dollars for it, which okay. I I think is fine. Like personally, I'm not going to spend forty-five dollars on a comic book. Like that buys me a lot of bullshit books out of the fifty-cent bin, <laughs> and that's just the kind of person I am. I like digging through the boxes and just finding stuff. I don't want to go spend forty-five dollars on a book. But he really wanted this book, so I. It was $50. He talked the guy down $5. I, I thought that was good. And we were talking about it. And he said, well, what would you have done? And, I mean, you asked me what I would do. I said, well, if I was going to spend that much money on a book, I would have asked him to take it out of the, the plastic sleeve so I could look at it, check the pages, check uh, the cover, make sure there's no bends, no tears, no rips. Uh, the staples are in there good. They're not rusted. There's no stains on the interior pages. Like, so I, I start going through and like his eyes are getting like so big. He's like, Oh, I, I, I fucked up. Like I didn't do any of that. Like I, I, I got gypped. Like this is probably not even the real book. And I was like, Tim, I saw it. It looks fine. Like I didn't flip through it, but like the cover looks fine. It's not bent. It's in, it's bagged and boarded. It looks like it's in good condition. And I, I think you're fine. And then I get some text messages when he gets home talking about, I don't even think this is a first edition. And I, like, I, I think I was, I forget what I was. Doing. Oh, I was watching Game of Thrones. So I was ignoring his text message. Fuck Jon Snow. But, 
Side sure. note, my favorite thing sometimes in the middle of a terrible phone call, okay, I should say after a terrible phone call at my job, is to send you an obnoxious picture of Jon Snow. It is like my, my favorite part of my day, or in that moment sometimes. I appreciate that. <laughs> my wife sent me a picture of a tank top. That she was like, I should buy this for you. And I was like, yes, you should. But also, thank you for the picture, because I just got some new ammo, and I'll send it to you immediately. <laughs> Um, so, but I feel like that's kind of like maybe uh, maybe I take it too far sometimes with Tim, but that's kind of what I try to do with Tim. Like I, I'm just pushing your buttons to try to get you to to like see how stupid this situation is, man. But I think you do it about stuff that's like it's more personal than you don't like a character in a TV show. It's like yeah. I spent forty five dollars on something I really had a lot invested in the idea of getting, and I wanted this thing, and then you're just like pushing buttons. Well, no, the comic book thing. Maybe, maybe, not about that, yeah. maybe not about that specifically, but the situations like that, I think, is yeah. when he pushes buttons. Yeah, probably. No, so well, not probably, different. yeah. Um, but yet, the, he asked me what I would do. And so I told him what I would have done. And he freaked out. Like, he sent me all the, these messages. And, uh, like, literally, I, I hopped on this website called mycomicshop.com went to the page where the book is listed because there's like 10 auctions currently for this book. One that's like CGC graded 9.6 is going for like three or $400. Now that for those that don't know, that's professionally graded, like slabbed in between two giant pieces of plastic and like sealed. So and it's graded means it's like, it's, it's, it's a qualification of the quality of the book. Right. So it's a nine point. Well, actually I think it was a 9.8 out of 10 so I, yeah so I, I, I took a picture of all of the i said i texted him i said look man there's no second printing of this book there never was like you didn't get gypped you got the actual copy and like the low end of this like i think cgc graded like 8.0 or something was selling for like $65. I said, you got a good deal. I said, if the pages are semi white and nothing is ripped, stained or torn anywhere, then it's easily a 60, $70 book, man. If you sell it on eBay, you wanted it. You paid what you thought was a fair price. Stop freaking out about it, man. Yeah. Essentially I said, because um, he asked me about, he was he texted me about the printing, like the first, second edition stuff, and I was like, I know there's a way to know. I said, but I have not looked at this kind of like a comic books in this way in so long that if you'd asked me ten years ago, I could have told you and walked you through it, and or I could have asked you questions and answered that for you. But I really don't know. And it was late, and I was in bed. And I was like, I'm, and I don't know any more than this, and I'm not going any further with this conversation. But his fear was that other people would think that because he posted saying I got one thing. But if it came out, it was another thing. People would look down on that. And I was like, but you got something you wanted. So what difference does it make? What anybody else thinks? And if you have friends that really make a big deal of it out of, out of that, they shouldn't be your friends. Exactly. And so, and then he kind of changed the subject. So I think he didn't want to hear what I had to say, which is fine. Which, which is, goes back to my point, like me telling him, you are paranoid. You, you have to get over this concern that like somebody which I know is weird to hear from me because my whole thing is like, I don't, but I'm okay. If I make a fool out of myself, I don't like it when other people set out to make a fool out of me. That bothers me. Like if I do something stupid, generally I'll be like, listen to how fucking retarded I am. 
<laughs> like today when I texted, when I was talking about like, I want to write a comic book. And then I was like, man, it'd be cool if there were all these public domain characters. And like, you created a team out of that. And I, I texted you, like, I literally just had this idea and went, went, oh, like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Wait, that's exactly what the fuck those characters are. <laughs> I mean, it was smart. Alan Moore thought of it a long time ago, but it's smart. Yeah, I'm only 20 years late to the party. <laughs> there, there are worse places to be with the, uh, with that party in particular. Oh, I appreciate you trying to soothe my stupidity. <laughs> uh, it was pretty stupid, but <laughs> but it's okay. But see, I'm okay with stuff like that. It's just like if I've had family members, <laughs> I've had my brother set out to intentionally try to make me look foolish and that infuriates me. So, um, but yeah, this whole paranoia of like, I'm going to say the wrong thing and somebody's going to like fly or, or think lesser of me. I'm like, I mean, I was like, Tim, I met a guy whose work I love this weekend, an artist named Riley Brown and insulted him to his face. And then asked him to come on my podcast. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just do what you got to do. So, you know, you just got to go with it, man. So, anyway, that's enough about Tim. If he ever hears this, he's going to hate me forever. So, oh, yeah, but I'll hear about it first, so don't worry. Um, he'll never so, podcast with me again. <laughs> uh, I'm not coming back, man. I'm not coming back. It's okay. There, I have replacements in the wings. It's all right. I'm grooming. Really? I'm grooming other people. Are you really? Uh, not really. But I don't uh, believe I, anything you say. I, I, that, that, I'm I, I'm telling the truth on here. Um, the 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 I don't I, can't, I hate to keep calling her a girl, but she's woman. Like, she's like 21. So to me, that's a okay. Um, she's really. I I think she's she could be really good. Mina? So, yeah. Gotcha. That's fair. So, anyway. As long as you're being honest. It's very hard. Very hard for me to listen. Fair. Really? Yeah. But, but I, like, I stopped. It actually made me stop watching the show. So that I didn't have to watch the show and then listen to it after each week. Well, you don't have to listen to the podcast. I know, but if I watched, I would. And so I felt like... I could just binge the show. I could have the whole show behind me and then listen to the episodes, and it would be better for me. So, uh. so that way I could get through her, because I think she will grow. I agree with that, but I needed to, I need her to get to that point. And so I'm going to watch her grow in a binge instead of we could. <laughs> Which I think is fine. I'm not, it's not dismissed. You guys are subscribed. Don't worry. Is it? Well, I mean, she's, she's, I, she doesn't have a, a podcast set up. So that doesn't, like her, her, like the, she doesn't have a mic, so her voice doesn't come through. It sounds first, a lot first like couple the episodes, you sound right now. <laughs> so. The first couple episodes, it's more that she's definitely not confident with you guys, which is totally fine. Yeah. And and that's why it was more like, let me get through this, because I know she can grow into this, but she's just not there right now. And it, and it was like, I can't do it, like, like stop and start, stop, and I need to just do this. And so and I will, because I want to listen to what you guys had to say. I'm very excited to do that. So, and she's not like so terrible that I won't listen. I just was like, I can't do it this way. <laughs> Which is just being honest. Sorry. No, I mean, I, I think that's fair. Um, I've, I flaked out on the podcast and I'm no longer on it. So I'm not a good person and I'm <laughs> not trying to put anyone down. She's better than me because she shows up. So I don't have any negativity towards her at all. 
Yeah, I look at it as, like, from the point of view of, like, I've gone back, not recently, but, and listened to things that I was doing when I first started doing this with you guys, and I don't think it's good at all. Yeah, so it's funny because I, um, I have listened to old episodes of my original podcast, and... It's not that, like, I think that we started fine. Like, episode one is really fun and good, and the quality's great. And there's, like, 20 episodes where the quality is awful, and we are, like, freaked out and nervous all the time. <laughs> so, like, we did it with confidence, and then it kind of fell apart, and it was, like, wishy-washy on the quality, and it's awful. And it took me so long to get comfortable doing it. And so it's definitely not a slight against her. It just takes time, and I wanted yeah. to just kind of get there a little faster. Yeah, I could see that. I'm also weird about my podcast. So you, you want uh, you want a, a Tinder update? There is one. <laughs> kind of. Tell me. This will be fun. Oh God. So I'm I've, I've gotten three. Uh, sorry, I had to bring up the app because I want to read you these messages. Uh, I've gotten three. Uh, I don't know what you call them. Matches, likes, whatever. Matches. Um. But one, like, I, this message popped up and said, you've been super liked. I don't know what the hell that means. It said, you know, tap here to see who super liked you. And I did, and I never saw, like, who the person was. So I have no idea what that was all about. That's just gone in the ether. So, <laughs> and then I got, uh, I guess I got liked again. I got these two messages. Uh, the first one is... You swiped right. I respect that. Know what's respectable. Hashtag respectable AF. I guess that that's respectable as fuck. Yep. Taking your date to Mike and Dave need wedding dates in theaters on July 8th. <laughs> it's an advertisement. You swiped an ad. No, no like they liked me first. So no, I, you I, had to have swiped the Mac though to get a message. Yeah, I did. So you swiped an ad. Yeah. It's hysterical to me. <laughs> the, uh, the other one is... and uh, so Was after, it Aubrey... Pla did you swipe Aubrey Plaza? Yeah. In that movie? Yeah. And the other, like, the other one is... Uh, who's the other woman in the movie? Uh, Anna Kendrick. Yeah. The other one is Anna, Anna Kendrick. <laughs> and then that one says, You need to know I date to one movie and one movie only. Mike and Dave need wedding dates in theaters on July 8th. After I got the first one, I was like, well, I have to know what the second one says. So, did you swipe them intentionally, knowing this? Are you oh, telling I, me that you intentionally got this? When I saw the pictures, yeah, because it's their pictures. So, you really have no good Tinder update? No. I don't care about the story anymore. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> it's only funny if it's on accident. Well, I mean, when it's a picture of Aubrey Plaza and the name on it is Tatiana, like, okay, well, I don't know what this is, but I have to find out. But imagine, though, if you didn't recognize her and you just swipe this person. Oh, I'd be pissed. I know, but that would be the funny story. <laughs> uh, um, I did, I did not recognize Anna Kendrick, though, because she has red hair. So it doesn't really, it, like, it looks like her when I know it's her, but... It's like, ah, uh, I think I know who that is. So, so yeah, I have no real Tinder update. I'm sorry. 
I got your hopes up for nothing. I mean, that's okay. I think of all the hopes I had, that was low on the totem pole. I would have had one if I found out who the hell Super liked me. So, and Mike, I, I it was either Mike or Dave. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I don't know how to find that out. Like, I don't, I still don't fully understand the app. So, I don't know how to know if anybody has done the swipe thing to to like my profile. I mean, does it? I assume it tells me. I like how you're asking me. <laughs> Join Tinder. Your wife won't hate you for that. She won't hate you for it. Oh, uh, no. I like Katie. Please don't make her mad at me. Don't worry. I have no I have no desire. I'm not even that interested to, to, like, there's a part of me that kind of wants to, like, go on and, like, look to see who I work with that's on there. But then I realize that it opens me up to be seen, so I yeah. can't even be a stalker. Yeah. Uh, it, it's weird I've run across um, because it uses your Facebook data. So it will tell you, like, if you have common Facebook friends. And, like, that kind of freaks me out. Like, they know people that I know. I cannot swipe right. <laughs> no, it's kind of good, though, because you can avoid that. Right. So that's actually really nice, I think. Uh, but the, Especially so in Columbus. Yeah, I guess so. Because I guess if I swipe left, then they don't see me. Possibly. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody tell me how Tinder works. <laughs> you should call Josh. He knows. Um, yeah. He likes you. He would tell you. <laughs> he would say, you're using this completely wrong, Logan. <laughs> no, no, no. He would be totally fascinated. He'd look at you like a sociology project. Um, that would be interesting. We should have him on this podcast. <laughs> oh, he'd do it in a heartbeat. But he'd make me get really honest. Um, That's what he does when we get together anyway. He tries really hard. Uh, and so, usually it's about dirty things. Uh, well, I have no interest in hearing your dirty things. Well, the best part is he doesn't get any. So it's mostly us just talking around it the whole time. And that's just, it's, it's very funny. So like, there was this whole person you were before I ever knew you. And I'm like, I, it's kind it's like this weird... Like things like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's, I'm curious, but not so curious that, like, I don't want to know stories that would make me look at you and go, I don't even know who the hell you are. <laughs> what could possibly do that? Um, you were addicted to crack cocaine. <laughs> no, I think that any of those stories, once you hear them, you'd be like, okay, I could see that. Yeah. I don't think it would be so far out of character that it would be like unfathomable. So I don't think that would happen. Yeah, I don't have I don't think I have any wild stories. I definitely have stories where like God, you were an asshole. You have one story that I don't know. What's I don't know. That? I don't know cuz I don't know the story, but there's one thing that has come up in the periphery and then you've avoided it hardcore and so I leave it alone. I've been doing that for a couple of years. I don't know what it is, but there's a something that you've never told me. Hmm. What, like, what, what, what's the set? What subject does it come up in? I, so it's been a while since it's come up because I got good at avoiding making you, you get there in any way. And I feel like it's something to do with an ex. 
Oh, yeah. That that makes me look very, very bad. That's the one. Because you always <laughs> say that. And so that's the one. I don't know what that story is. Um, it's, it's a nine-year saga, man. Once we get some listenership, we'll do that as like a nine-part series. <laughs> it, it's, it starts with me trying to set this girl up with my cousin, and then her stalking me at work, and then me going, oh, that's kind of cute, and then moving in with her. <laughs> that's just like day two, right? Uh, maybe like six weeks or something. <laughs> I mean... I, and then nine years later, I'm like, I'm going to either kill you or kill myself. So I have to go. Nine years, man. Wow. Yep. You've been in a relationship longer than I have. Uh, yours was yours, way more productive. <laughs> Mine was extremely self-destructive. Um, and I'm really proud to say I'm currently in my longest relationship. We've, we surpassed my previous timeline earlier i think this year or late last year that's kind of cool that was a cool moment for me internally it doesn't really matter about anything it's not really doesn't change the effect of anything it's just kind of nice but this is now currently a singular like timeline as well i don't even have a see i'm trying to think of a guess six years yeah yeah just a little bit over now i should know that but i don't no, because you didn't know us when we started dating and stuff. Because by the time we met, I was, I was already married. And had been probably for a little over a year. I think so. Because, so. yeah, because Film Dispenser started after our first year of marriage. So. And so, yeah, it would have been just a little bit over a year if we had been married when you met us. So there's, you wouldn't have known that. <laughs> it's the kind of boring details that does like it's not required of friendships for you to know. Yeah. I, it, I still like to know. I like. I feel like I should know that stuff. Like, you should know your friend's birthdays. I don't think I know any of my friend's birthdays, unless Facebook tells me. No, I definitely don't. I don't know, half, I don't know my family members' birthdays. Yours is, yours is around Mother's Day. That's all mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> I always remember my uncle's because it's around Father's Day, and my aunt's because it's around, it's on Earth Day. My, otherwise... mom's, my mom's is on Christmas. That's impossible to forget. Well, I don't know what day Earth Day is. I just always have to look up Earth Day. Yeah. But, um, and then ask one of my other family members, hey, is Tommy's birthday Saturday or Sunday this year? <laughs> that kind of thing. It's uh, terrible. The the ex that I have, her, her birthday was around Valentine's Day. And then I had this friend, this girl I've been friends with since high school. Her birthday was around Valentine's Day. So I used to always mix their birthdays up. And... It used to make them both incredibly angry. So wait, you had a friend who got mad that was a female? Yes. She wanted to be more than a friend. No, she was one of those people who liked to make friends with guys and then like make it seem that way. And then, they're like, oh, we're just friends. That's, that's total crap. Oh, uh, yeah, it is. So... I've been there. But, uh, I mean... There's a Ryan Reynolds movie about that. Yeah. (laughs) But she's uh, pretty unhappy in her life right now, so... I feel like you're about to go, so ha. Karma's a bitch. And so are you. So, um, I mean, I'm still friends with her, but... (laughs) There's... there's, This sounds horrible, but whatever, I don't care. 
there's no way of that happening now because uh, she does not look like she looked in high school. So. Well, that's terrible. <laughs> Whereas I still pretty much look the same. <laughs> I just have less hair. So. So this whole time I've been trying to set up my Nintendo 64 and I can't get the TV to read the input. <laughs> what kind of TV is it? It's a Dynex. Yeah. It's like a, I don't know what size it is, but it's, I don't know, it's big enough for my desk down here. Um, it's like 27 inches or something. So is it the inputs for the 64s or the inputs on the TV? On the TV. Like I can go, I flip through them and it's not, this picture's not coming up. So I think that the 64 may be damaged. Oh, okay. We'll see. It's not important. I just wanted to admit what I was doing. Oh, that's unfortunate. I have one, though, that I don't use. So if that's the case and you really want one, like you can have mine. Oh well, thank you. It may just be this thing because it's got like the the input names on the when you put up the menu. It doesn't seem right. Something seems wrong with it because I don't see the right things that I'm looking for. Mm. Yeah, you might have to go into the settings. None Te of this matters. Tech talk with Logan and Spencer. It's not working. And you just hear me like with a hammer hitting it. That's so, right. did you see the 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 um the uh, Xbox One S that they announced. They're doing, is it 4K? Is that the deal? Yep. $300. It'll be one of the cheapest 4K Blu-ray players on the market. But you know why they're doing it? Because they also announced the Scorpio, Project Scorpio, which makes them sound like a fucking Bond villain. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but they did it because PlayStation's been kicking its butt for like three years. Oh, well, yeah. I, I just don't understand announcing, like, we have this new Xbox One S that's slimmer and will have 4K Blu-ray, but we're also working on the secret thing that'll be coming out the end of 2017. Like, did, did you not just undercut yourself? <laughs> that's dumb. Why so is Microsoft so dumb? It's got to be something VR, right? Because it's a terrible name. Um, yeah, that seems to be where everybody's going is VR. I just don't know if I can do it. I mean, you say that now, but eventually you won't say that anymore. I mean, that's just the way that happens. I think I'm, that that discussion came up this weekend about virtual reality uh, um, pornography. <laughs> yeah, so, he'd already sent me pictures from E3 of the booth. So, What were your feelings on this? Um, I mean, the question that was asked of me was, like, would I do it? I'm like, no, I'm not paying that much money for porn, man. And then it turned into the scenario of like, what if like you're testing the thing, like they send it to you? Uh, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's free stuff, yeah, okay. But if you're asking me to pay for it, no, you can get porn for free on the internet. <laughs> Why would I pay for it? And what did the other person say? Um, I, I think that was the end of it. Oh. If you had said yes, then you guys would have talked about it for like three hours. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I just, I don't, I'm, I'm not that invested in, I don't know. It just seems weird to me. So. Well, that's okay. You say it like it's a bad thing. No, it's not bad. It just, I, I'm too much of a, like, there's no way in hell I'm spending that much money. So, 
No, I feel like it would keep a lot of people that I don't want to see out in public from being out in public. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not against it being a thing. I'm just not going to spend the money on it. So. What I would really like is if I could do VR to go to Bonnaroo again. Because I could just like sit on my porch in my bathing suit and drink beer comfortably and not have to spend $300 on a ticket to go to Bonnaroo and be hot and sunburned. It wouldn't be the same, but it would be like being the same. Yeah, I, that would be cool, like virtual reality concerts. So, I, mean, I like watching live concerts, and I like watching concerts that have been recorded. Um, I could see that being a really cool way to do it, but there's just so many limitations because you can't actually walk around all of Bonnaroo or something like that unless they film it and you're watching it afterwards. But if they could do that live, that, I would be in for that, just to check it out. Yeah. So, I wonder how that would work. Like, somebody would have a... I don't know how that would work. I think it would be too expensive right now. Yeah. But one day that'll be a reality, for sure. So, you, you've read Freddy Player One, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely headed that way. Yeah, to some degree, I think so. Uh, I don't know. I, mean, I, I guess I could get into that, but... I mean, I'll be honest, the thing that, I mean, it's the same thing that made me get a PlayStation 4. When I can affordably get that game where I can drive an X-Wing, like, I would want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, I could, it would just be the same thing I do now. Like, all of my friends are my friends, mostly through the internet. So we could actually, like, you and I could actually hang out. Right. You know, and watch whatever. What would your avatar look like? Um, I, I'm usually the person who makes his avatar look like himself. As close I, as possible. I am too, but I always add muscles. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I make myself less fat. So. I mean, that's, yeah, there you go. I mean, why so, not? But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually working on... We started this thing at work, uh, like a diet challenge, like who can lose the most weight in a month. Right. And uh, it's me, uh, my brother, this uh, this woman, Sheila, and this uh, girl, Jessica, and I think one other person. And so whoever loses the most weight, the losers have to pay them how much weight they lost, plus how much weight, like... Like, I would have to pay how much weight the winner lost and how much weight I lost. So if she loses 10, or if somebody loses 10 pounds and I only lose 8, I have to pay them $18. That's a pretty cool idea. That's a good way to do it, because usually the challenge is like, here's a bag of Doritos when you're done. Yeah. So that's a pretty good idea. So, and that way it's more about, like, not hitting a goal, but just trying to lose weight. And if you only lose 3 pounds and somebody else only loses 5 pounds and wins it, I mean, you're out $8, but you lost three pounds. When does so, it start, or when did it start? It started the beginning of this week. When your brother got back from vacation? Yep. So All he's got to do is not drink beer for how long? How, what's, how long is it? How 30, 30 days. If he just doesn't drink beer, he'll bleed all of you. Yeah. I was trying to get his wife to, to play along, too. And mm -hmm. she's like, no, I'm going to try to lose weight, but I can't do that. I'm not paying anybody money. I said, that's the motivator to not have to pay. And uh, I, I told her, I said, 
if you just stop drinking soda for a month, she's like, well, I can't do that. And they'd be shocked too if like you stop doing that. If you're, I'm assuming from the way you said it, they're big soda drinkers. Yeah. If you stop doing that, not only would you lose weight, but then you would feel so much different. It would be like mind boggling. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, Ryan stopped, stopped with the soda. Um, I think he, he's a bit like me. Like he, he's trying to, to not drink a lot of soda. And if he does want a soda, like one a day, he's trying to drink uh, a diet soda. So, which is still not good for you at all. But, uh, but at least it's calorie free. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, he's trying the second he came in Tuesday, like so just on edge about everything. I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? I was like, I haven't had any sugar in a whole day. <laughs> I was like, and you're this mad? Like, I, I don't get, like, because I've done the try to not have sugar thing. So much stuff has sugar. I just try not to eat candy. And, like, I get irritated. I don't get, like, I'm going to fucking kill somebody. <laughs> so, side note completely, but I just thought you'd think it was cool. Did you see that Michael Mando from Orphan Black is going to be in the Spider-Man movie? Uh, no, I did not see that. Doesn't say, of course, what he's going to play. But right. That's pretty cool. Good for him. Like we like him, and uh, good for him getting his uh, getting his big blockbuster role. That's cool. Hopefully, I have like more than. Hopefully, he's not just like a criminal. In all yeah. Honesty. Make him a scientist. Just to watch him be all super smart. You saw that they announced that next year's the last season, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little upsetting, but. Okay. I think you said it. Someone said it to me. I'm pretty sure positive it was you because I most only talked to you about the show. Then, like, at the same time, if they know how they're going to end it and they can do it on their own terms, that's kind of great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they don't screw it up like Lost. <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, did I tell you that I'm definitely going to get a Lost tattoo? No. Are you getting the numbers? Uh-huh. That's cool. Where yeah. at? On my wrist. That's cool. Like all the way around or? No, just on the underside. If I wore okay. a watch, you wouldn't be able to see it essentially. I like that. Um, but yeah, and that way I'm not, I don't want to like, I want it for me. I don't want it for other people. I'm not that yeah. kind of person. And so, um, yeah, I'm going to do that. I took a picture. I'll send it to you. Um, I took a picture and like, uh, you know, I've sent you pictures every now and then where I like make my own meme or whatever. Yeah. But so basically I did that, but I took my wrist and put numbers on them, and then kind of curved them so it looked a little bit like it was wrapping around my my arm. Here, it's coming your way now. Let's see. I don't know if it works that way. Let's see. Oh, no, here we go. Sorry, this is great radio for people. Sorry about that. Whatever. Have you heard me eat, like, a whole bag of uh, Chex Mix? Um, no. I heard the bag kind of crunching. I did it one time on purpose. Here we go. Let's see if this should work. Dang. <laughs> nope, never mind. I'll send it to you later. I really wanted to show you, though. I'm trying again. <laughs> so what else is going on in your world? Um, When's your next big interview? I don't know. I told Tim to get on that. I said, you got to get more people on the podcast. Um. Uh, That's hopefully, what happens when you succeed. You, now you, there's expectations. Yep. 
uh, hopefully interviews with some comic creators coming up after, especially after I insulted one. <laughs> Have you reached out to people that you met yet? Uh, not yet. I, I, I've gone to bed at nine o'clock every night since I got back <laughs> and slept till like eight the next day. I'm pretty sure I've been sick. I've just not been like super sick. So, because if anybody's never been to a convention, it, it is it, even like Heroes Con wasn't even that that packed, but just the the proximity of people standing next to you, and plus you're like I'm flipping through boxes of comics that probably a hundred people have gone through in the the two days prior to me and touched. So I'm touching the that, and so I'm pretty sure I wound up with like a little bug or something. But, uh, yeah, I like nine, nine thirty hits and I've been so exhausted. I just cannot hold my eyes open. So it's been all I could do to get all the other podcast stuff done on time. So you should have brought your wipes. I, I, <laughs> I listened to the podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I don't, I just, I'm, I'm not, I will say the best thing about traveling with Tim is he is prepared for anything. He's like a boy scout, man. It's it's awesome. Like I like I'm not in any way making light or fun of that. It is so helpful. Dude, um, it, when we unpacked, he was like, "I brought toilet paper." I said, they, "They have toilet paper in the hotel." He was like, "Yeah, but sometimes it's just not good toilet paper." So I brought my own toilet paper. It's like that's great, man. No, it's I love it. Um, actually, when we uh, um went to Comic Con. Uh, which is in San Diego for anybody who doesn't know. We went to what's called Old Town, which is like all it's it's a little touristy, but it's all Mexican restaurants essentially. And it's like this old town. So there's like old Western looking stuff there and whatnot, but they have great, real authentic Mexican food because San Diego's like on the border practically. Um, and so we went to this place that was highly recommended. We, we both got these huge combination platters, like so much food and so many homemade tortillas and we ate so well it was so good and then that night we had like the shits so bad because <laughs> we ate so much rich food that we never had before yeah like in that way like the, the enchilada was not your normal enchilada <laughs> just like and trading off bathroom visits <laughs> essentially yeah and so uh, we had a great hotel room though so never an issue there but he was just like he had all of the stuff ready for us and we were both pretty well better the next day and able to just go on about our business but i totally give him credit for that because if he did not have his emergency pack we would have been so screwed sometimes paranoia pays off so. I, I call that one preparedness yeah only because it paid off yeah. yeah um but no it's yeah we had a, a really good time i was surprised i was surprised how like the the people i was excited to meet i uh, like I was very uh, open is not the right word. It was easy for me to talk to them. But then like there were a few people that like I didn't know a lot of their work. So but they had worked on uh, I love the character of Deadpool. Um, they'd worked on some Deadpool books. So I had those books and I wanted just a signature. And that felt really awkward because I didn't know what to say to them. You know, whereas like somebody like Cullen Bunn or Riley Brown, uh, whose work I've kind of followed for like the last five years, like I can <laughs> and talk to them enough so that I accidentally insult them. 
<laughs> by saying I don't like something that they did. Um, you know, but I know their work well enough to, to talk about it. So it would, that was the only really weird thing. Um, do you know who Mark Tashiri is? Tex? No, Ghost? I had to, I looked up a bunch of his work after you, cause you told, told me about him doing an Amidala painting. And yeah. so I wanted to look and see if I could find it on social media and I didn't, and it may be there now, but when I looked, it wasn't there, but, um, I saw a bunch of his other work and I went, Oh, okay. Yeah. I've seen this dude a ton and just didn't know his name. Yeah. Um, he's a fantastic artist, uh, from New York. So he's a very New York guy. Um, at least I think he's from New York. He at least lives in New York cause he was talking about it. He's probably but... from like Arizona and he's going to you. <laughs> now he had like a very kind of Northern gruffness about him. Does that make sense? Stereotype. Yeah. My whole family's from Boston on my dad's side. Yeah. It totally makes sense. Okay. So, um, but it, it wasn't like Bostonian. It sounded kind of New Yorkish, kind of like Joe Casada talks. If you've ever heard him. So I've so, heard him. But it's been too. I know what you mean though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, talking to him was, it was fun. It felt awkward going like, I do love your work, but I'm, I'm really hoping you'll sign this and personalize it to my dad. For Father's Day, since I'm missing Father's Day to be here, and I feel really bad about that. So, <clears throat> really funny. I did not know until listening to all of your podcasts, and it made perfect sense when I heard it. I, I disagree with it, but it made sense to me that if an artist signs a comic book, it is less valuable. Yeah. That's mind-blowing to me. I just always thought, like, wow, I have a... Stan Lee signed comic book. That's got to be worth so much more than just having the comic book. But apparently, apparently not. Well, it's it's not that it's less valuable. It's that it's less... It, it's not a perfect grade. Mm. Which That's makes so dumb to me. The book itself less valuable, but the signature is worth so much more. Like, so say you have... Uh, uh, give me a Stan Lee book. Amazing Fantasy. 15? Is it 15? Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> you picked like the most famous one. Um, so Amazing Fantasy 50. I don't know what that could be worth. I was thinking something that's not really worth a lot of them. You, he did Stan those... Lee rewrites the DC universe. Yeah, Stan, I was about to say Stan Lee. I actually picked up one of those this weekend in a 50 cent bin. Uh, there are two I don't have and I found one of them. Uh, is the was, other one you don't have? Um, I don't remember. One was The Crisis. Uh, that's the one I found. And the other one is maybe Sandman. I'll look and see if I have it. If I do, you can have it to complete your collection. Because I don't have all of them. I realized when I was looking at okay. my stuff for my Catwoman comic book, mm -hmm. I was like, I was looking through them and went, "Wow!" I Actually, really it might be Catwoman. Mm -hmm. I, I'm positive I have Catwoman, but I'll look and uh, find out which one it is, and then I'll look for it. And if I have it, you can have it to complete it. Oh, that'd be awesome. We could just trade. I'll give you those frames I bought, and you can give me the book. <laughs> You're gonna find a way for me not to pay you for that, which is fine with me. I'll be, um, I'll be as, I'm, I might be keeping one of those so that my dad has a frame for the comic book I got him. That's fair. Unless you still need three. No, no, no. Two is, two is the plan. Three was like okay. icing, so. Okay, so say I bought that, that Crisis, Stanley imagine, reimagines DCU Crisis, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's, I paid 50 cent for it, but it's worth $4, say. Um, mm -hmm. if he signs it and say it's worth $4 in a 10.0 grade, if he signs it, it's no longer a 10.0, it's maybe a 9.8 or 9.9. .9. So the book itself is worth a lot less money, but his signature is worth, I, I 
think you at this point you probably have to pay three hundred dollars to get him to sign something. Mm-hmm. So now it's a three hundred and fifty dollar book because he signed it, but it's really only you know worth a couple of dollars. So it's it's a weird thing. So. Do you, have you seen any of the Rogue One stuff, and are you completely avoiding it? Um, I mean, I saw the trailers, but that's it. I haven't seen the, oh, I, I saw the headline that's like, oh, we've seen um, uh, Forrest Whitaker's character before. I'm like, that's great. I don't know that I need to know that. Oh, that's literally what I was looking at. I won't tell you. <laughs> Is it, I mean, where, where, okay. I'm not going to tell you. No, you don't want to know. If you no, genuinely not, don't want to know, I respect that. that. No, it's not that I don't want to know. I just don't care enough to click on their stupid fucking clickbait headlines. So, because I feel like every time they get me with one of those, like, I, I just, I die a little bit inside. There's, it's a real answer, and it tells you where to go to watch him and stuff, and he was in the Clone Wars. Oh, okay. And so, and they actually break it down of, like, where to find him. I, I vaguely remember him. It's like, do you want to know? I don't know if you want to um, know. Yeah, I'm I guess clear. anybody who doesn't want to know, tune out. So. Um, and, and so he's playing the character Saw Guerrero? Um, who was in, um, and I may be just saying it wrong, and that's my pronunciation problem, but he's in an episode from 2012 um, called A War on Two Fronts. Yes. He was he was a rebel, um, yeah. black guy, obviously. Um, and yeah, looking at the picture, I'm like, I recognize this guy's face, but I'm going to go watch that episode tonight, and I'm yeah. super excited about it. Yeah, the, it's like the where you see kind of the beginnings of the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's a good episode. Yeah, so he is, that is him. That's who he is. He's going to be the old version of that. That is awesome. That's pretty neat, right? I like that. So I I feel like that show for the longest time was like this, like even more so than the prequels, this redheaded stepchild of a thing that so many like quote unquote mainstream fans just dismissed as, oh, that stupid cartoon about, you know, the, the prequel era. Mm-hmm. when it's so much better than I, I mean it took me a year to convince you to watch it <laughs> but i've been grateful ever since you have <laughs> so all right man i'm running out of time all right so what else is going on what else we got to talk about uh nothing so you're gonna edit out all that stuff we talked about my cousin right <laughs> do i have to no <laughs> that was a joke too because <laughs> of what you said earlier oh okay I mean, um, I will if you're going to make me. I edited out something last week. so. Are you um, seriously giving me lip? No. Okay. <laughs> um, I did out all your racist comments last week, Spencer. That's not funny. That's not funny. Spencer's not a racist. I am. Spencer's not. So, no. I don't, don't want to say anything. I'm so nervous now. No. That anything I say is going to be used against me. No. I mean, was there anything else you wanted to know? Um, would you do the exact same trip to Heroes Con again? Um, yeah, um, I would probably suggest that we pay the extra money and go up there Thursday. <laughs> because the, the drive was a nightmare because of traffic. Like, we hit three traffic stops on the way up there. And a five-hour drive turned into a nine-hour drive. Which just made, like, the first day not the best time. Right. 
That makes sense. So, well, next yeah, year, other than that, group. yeah. So we'll get a big giant suite, and all of us will stay together. I'll love it. I'm not <laughs> taking the couch this time, though. No, that, that's, I'll I'll sleep on the couch. <laughs> I don't man, well, I don't sleep anyway. So. Hey, what's this podcast called? <laughs> <laughs> a funny shade of blue, um, okay. which. If you want to find it on iTunes, you have to type that all in as one word right now because I fucked up <laughs> and I'm trying to fix it. I think I may have fixed it, but uh, yeah. And uh, I hope everybody enjoys the theme because it's one of my all-time favorite songs. It's so, you in one song and kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, there, well, there's some verses in that song that aren't me and I just edited those out. <laughs> Gotcha, the ones about handsome and tall. Uh, no, it's the one about the bisexual girl. My girlfriend's bisexual. Is that one in there? I don't I don't think so. Although Tinder Girl talked about dating other women, so does that count? You've been holding out on me. You held that to the very end. <laughs> well done. All right. Um, have a good one, man. This is fun. Yeah, we'll do it again next week. Yes. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. All right, man. I'm the world's only rational neurotic. Name that mental illness. I'm certain I've got it. I'm a product of immaculate conception. My face is on a plate collection. You're the epitome of innocence gone.